0: Thank you for tuning in to the Level Up with Lacey podcast. I'm your host, Lacey Gibo, and I teach stylists and salon owners how to maximize their time and profit by hiring and training amazing assistants. We have the most modern, efficient assistant training inside the beauty industry today. Are you ready for the new era of assistant training? All right my friends we are well into the new year 2024 i have no idea if you missed my last episode it was all about creating smart goals and it was a good one so if you want to go take a listen go back an episode and listen to that as we are just starting into the new year Um, but first i want to start off today with reading you guys a post that I came across today um, because I related with it big time. And I know that one of you out there will as well. So I'm going to go ahead and read it. It says, a calendar year is not the only time we are allowed a fresh start. If you are stepping into 2024 tired, exhausted, and mentally not where you hoped you'd be, there's grace. I've been sick with the flu for the last five days. I haven't started my resolutions. I slept through the new year and somehow already feel defeated and behind. But there's good news. Whether it's sickness, depression, grief from situations that happen in 2023, there is hope. There's hope because Jesus offers a fresh start upon every waking morning. Every sunrise offers the hope of new mercies and beginnings. He sees you. You are not behind. He is not disappointed in you. Don't let the pressure of a new year make you feel rushed in your healing or behind in your dreaming. You are on a heavenly timeline. Keep that in mind. So take the pressure off yourself. Take a deep breath. You have nothing to prove. Becoming the person you really seek to be has less to do with making an exhaustive list of new year's goals, but rather finding peace and purpose where you are and from that place, developing healthy patterns that will consistently help you grow into the person you were created to be i loved that and that post actually comes from maddie pruitt it's maddie pru p-r-e-w and it's m-a-d-i Um, And that was from Instagram, but I wanted to share that because I feel like there's so much truth in that. And I, I feel that way a little, I'm like, am I behind in the new year? Because I've been off social media. I have no marketing strategy right now. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I've been on Christmas break with my kids and I don't want to, I didn't want to work. I didn't want to do a lot over the break. And technically they don't go back until the ninth or the 10th next week. So I'm still on break right now. And I feel like I'm like, am I behind? But, and I'm not, you know, you might be thinking, oh gosh, Lacy's preaching the gospel now. I'm not preaching the gospel, but you know, if you've been following me for a while, you do know that I'm a follower of Christ and I do believe in God. And so I am going to share the gospel here and there, but that's not what this is about. It's actually not even what this episode is about, but I wanted to share that because as we do approach the new year, don't feel so rushed into doing the norm and doing what everyone else is doing. Take your time, do it, you know, it, when the timing is right. And if it's not right now, that's okay. You're not behind, you're not behind. So let's go ahead and just dive right into today's episode. We are gonna be talking about stylist leaving your salon. And we're gonna start off a story time. So let's go back to 2000, let's just go to 2018. 2018 was the year that I became a mom january 18th 2018 so it was the very beginning of 18. and it was probably one of the best years of my life but also into one of the hardest years of my life so for any of you moms out there you know that being a working mom is difficult you if you're a hairstylist usually you don't take that much time off work and i think with taylor um, my firstborn is taylor he's almost six now i took about maybe eight to 10 weeks. I think it was closer to 10 weeks. So I took a good maternity leave. I felt like it. But at the same time, like I wasn't ready to come back. I Leaving him made me sick. Sick to my stomach leaving a newborn. And I even left him in the beginning with family until he had to go to school at like eight months old. <laughs> that was hard. Um, But we don't have a lot of family. And so that's my child care. It's like my kids have to go to school or have to go to daycare or, have, you know, I have a nanny at home right now, but like they... I'm not, I haven't been blessed with family my whole life to watch my kids. So anyways, um, 18, I had a baby. And then in summer of 18, so I believe in June, I approached my business partner at the time. So you know that I had two locations at this point, a really big company of about 27, 28 plus employees between two locations and a business partner. And we grew all of that since 2013. So 2013 was when I became a business owner and opened my first salon. Um, and so in 18, that summer I approached my partner and said, I want to split, like, I don't want this partnership anymore. I want to go out on my own. She agreed like very much. So was like, yeah, okay. Like I knew it was coming because I mean, there had been issues kind of leading up to this. So 19 comes around 2019 and I have a one-year-old and I'm like the skinniest I've ever been. I weighed like 104 to 106, which is pretty small. Um, because I was so stressed out, I was still breastfeeding my baby, so I'm like, I feel like that played a factor in it. I was a new mom. I had to start back at work, and I felt like everything that I had grown for the last what six years was like slipping, you know, it, it like it was changed. I changed as a person. But it was falling through the cracks because my team wasn't stable. I didn't have a good team. And one stylist left, two left. In May, I think I had four let leave. And then one went and opened her own salon. Three or four girls went with her. Two went in Tulsa. So by the end of 2019, from a span of like nine months, I went down to four stylists. So at the end of 2019, I had four artists with me. Four from a company at the beginning of the year of about almost 30. So take that in for a second. <coughs> Excuse me. If you are going through a hard time right now, or if you've been through this in the last year year or two, because let me tell you, the reason why I wanted to create this podcast episode is because we are right in the middle of the assistant university, which is going incredible. Um, We are actually getting ready to head into week four. Um, Next week we'll wrap up and we will relaunch later this year, but it's so exciting, everyone. I've gotten great feedback on the assistant university thus far, but I've talked to some stylists that are hurting right now. And I've talked to some artists that are just going through a hard time. And they're like, I want to do an assistant program, but I'm still kind of torn. I've had artists leave and they're just hurt. I'm just going to say it. They're freaking hurt. And it's normal. It would be weird if someone left and you weren't hurt. It would be abnormal if you were like, I don't give a shit about them, blah, blah, blah. But that's not human nature. And that's not who we are. So you start to build up a wall and it's, usually not a good thing. And I see this happening. I see this I see this happening with some friends that I have that have had stylist leave. I see this happening to some students. Um, and I think maybe it's just the like grieving process. And I'm going to say grieving because you do, you grieve those relationships with those artists and you pour everything into them, especially if you teach them and pour into them through an assistant program. And so you grow them from the ground up from a baby stylist, and then they're starting to do great. And then they take on their own assistants and then they're making great money. And then they leave you. They take everything you've taught them and go out on their own. And the feelings can be a lot and they can start to take over and you can start to question everything, who you are, what you're doing in life and in your career and your salon. And it's just hard. And so at the end of 2019, I hit a bottom. I hit like the lowest of my career I've ever hit. I wasn't making great money at the time. Hadn't even got into extensions. I was bringing in maybe $4,000 a month, maybe because I cut back my hours because I wanted to be home with my family more. Um, I didn't love my team. I was hiring out of desperation because I was just desperate to get people in the salon. I hired some really, really bad fits. That didn't meet my culture and my core values. Uh, it was hard, and so going into nineteen, um, and it affected my health. Like my hair was falling out. I was, like I said, really skinny. I lost a lot of weight because when I get stressed and anxious, I really I don't eat, um, and it started started to take a toll on my health. And so, anyways, through one therapy session, <laughs> but more so just prayer and time. um I always say like time heals. Almost everything, maybe not everything, but time heals a lot of things. Um, And I know it's easier said than done to just be like, "Hang in there, it'll get better, it'll get better with time, right?" But it will, and I can promise you, with time, a year from now, you are going to be a different person. One year from now than you are today. And to don't give up. Do not make permanent decisions on a temporary feeling. So the feeling that you have right now, like I'm just going to go to a suite because that was my thought. I'm going to sell my salon. I'm going to go work for someone else. Can I tell you guys something? I almost sold my freaking salon. I almost made an immediate decision on a temporary feeling because I certainly don't feel that way now that I felt six years ago. And it was scary. And I cried a lot and I cried and cried and cried and I questioned everything. I questioned even getting out of the industry. And I met with a girl and her husband for dinner to sell my salon. And I remember this and we went back and I counter offered and they came back. And then I said, no, and I said, I don't want to sell my salon. And I thank God every day that that was not in the cards and that didn't help it, that that didn't happen. Um, is crazy. Like I look back now and I can't even believe that, but it, it definitely happened. Um, I talked to an owner in Tulsa and I said, hey, I want to come work for you. I want to be one of your leaders and train your assistants. And I want to work at your salon as a commission artist. I talked to someone in 2019 about this. <laughs> And then I thought about going to a suite and just, when my lease is over, getting out of my lease. And I said, I don't want 2,400 square feet anymore. I wanna go out and be on my own. But I was letting people dictate that. I was letting those girls that left my salon change me and change who I was. And if I can encourage you to not let that happen. to it's I'm not gonna say just get over it because you can't just get over it. But I can tell you it does get better to keep your eyes focused, tunnel vision on what you want. And to let this year, if you need this year to be a year of reflection and really figure out what you want, is to just chill. Maybe this year you don't make any immediate decisions. Maybe you just chill out for a little bit until you do finally know. Because I don't think you should make it a decision if you're not 1000% confident in it. And if it has to do with you selling your salon or moving your salon or not growing a team or not growing assistants, like just hold off, hold off. And you'll be glad that you did. And it was scary for me. I had to make some abrupt decisions because the salon was bleeding money. Think about the overhead of, you know, when you have that many employees and all the amenities and all the things, and then it's just gone. I had to make some immediate decisions now though if for money reasons yes i did make some immediate decisions to make sure that we weren't suffering and go bankrupt and have to sell everything um but i'm not talking about like making such permanent decisions to shut down your business or sell your salon okay so my hopes for you is that this inspires you to know that you're not alone there are hundreds of artists that are going through the same thing that you are right now with people leaving. And it's a part of owning a business with employees and with people. It's a part of it. It doesn't get any easier. You get stronger. You, you react differently to those type of situations. It still stings. It still hurts when someone leaves, but if they're better off when they left your presence than when they started, you did your job. Are they a better human being? because you poured into them and led them are they a better artist chances are they probably are so let me tell you about the end of 2023 for me i just had three artists leave salon lace and it went oh my gosh night and day different from 2019 night and day those girls were asked to today to be your last day when i found out pack your stuff leave and i would spend the next three, four, five hours in the office calling all their clients. And it disgusts me now. I look back and I cannot believe I did that. I can't believe I did that. And I just, I'm a different person. I don't believe in that now. Um, I <laughs> So different this go around. So um, one of my artists approached me in like early October and she was like, hey, I'm going to open my own boutique. And, you know, this was one, my spray tint artist, my neighbor, Kylie, one of my best friends and support her every step of the way. You know, I, I've been in her boutique multiple times. Like I will support her every step of the way. Yes. A little different because she's not a hairstylist, right? Another artist did open her own salon. She left salon lace and opened her own salon. Now a little bit of ways, um, about maybe 25 minutes from salon lace, maybe 30 minutes. Um, and went out on her own. And instead of saying, today's your last day, when I found out, and she told me a couple months ago too, which I respect the hell out of these girls, because they told me the minute that the thought was crossing their mind, it's open communication because I trust my team, which is totally different than six years ago. Six years ago, we didn't have the relationships that we have today inside Salon Lace. I am very close with my team, very close. And she came to me and said, what do you think? Like, I'm scared. I'm thinking about doing it. I said, do it. She's told us since day one she wanted to open her own salon. When, during the interview on the phone, when she was taking a break in the restroom at the restaurant that she served and she told me, I said, what do you want to do in five years from now? What do you want to do in 10 years from now? You know what she said? Lacey, I want to own my own salon. And she freaking did it. She owns her own salon now. So what do we do? I said, you stay as long as you need. You always have a home at Salon Lace. You always have a home here. If something happens, we love you. We support you. You can always come home to Salon Lace. I'm gonna cry like thinking about this because it's like, it's emotional when you build these relationships and they become your family. So Lace is my family. We sent her flowers on our opening day this week. Like it's just, and you know what? More than anything, I'm a different person. I have changed in six years and you are going to change too. You're gonna change. Two years from now, four years from now, six years from now, you are gonna be a different person. And the experiences and the emotions that you're going through right now are preparing you for a better you. It's making you stronger and you don't see it right now because I sure as hell didn't see it. God has bigger plans for you. So 2024 is going to be the best year yet. I'm so excited for you guys. If you're ready to grow a team like never before, you're ready to jump into the most modern, effective assistant program and just start pouring into your team, that's what we're about at LG Education. We are about changing stylists' lives and changing salon owners' lives for the better, leading with a servant heart. Come join us inside the Assistant University. We're going to be launching, like I said, later this year, we don't have any like dates for you guys just yet, and um, so the AU is closed right now. We're not open for enrollment. Um, you guys will be the first to know on the podcast when we do. Um, we're also going to include our waitlist in the link below. So if you're like, man, I really like that's what that's going to be in my education this year. This is what I want to invest in because I know at least me, I plan out my education usually pretty far in advance. Our, our education for salon lace is already laid out. Um, but if that's something that you're wanting to do, click on the waitlist below so you'll be notified and um you'll be in on pre-sale when we do live with it. So anyways, I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week. Thank you guys as always for tuning in to the Level Up with Lacey podcast and we will catch you guys next week. Bye guys.